Alright, this is Leonard Angelo. Uh, thinking a lot lately about wage slavery. That's uh, a very serious name for something that we're all basically uh, uh, so used to that we don't really even consider it very often. Uh, once in a while, somebody like Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk, you know, writes something like Fight Club and, and the movie comes out and people think about this. But, but for the most part, we don't really consider it very, very deeply. I'm thinking about it lately because uh, at my job, right, I've been there about, I'm going to say three years I've been there. And uh, uh, two people have left work recently. Two people from my department have left moved on and what they moved on to do was not another job but to pursue their dreams uh and this always this has happened to me a million times but it always puts me in a weird sort of emotional like uh, a place i don't like being like an ugly state of mind i am prone to get jealous and have envy and all of that i'm prone i'm prone to it but i don't think i'm alone i think a lot of people don't like to admit it I also don't like to admit it, but it's true. So when somebody leaves to pursue a dream, and, uh, you know, their dream is similar to mine, I, I, do, I do consider that a couple of times. For a few moments, I consider that. Why are they moving on to pursue their dream? Because it's especially hard, I think, when you're all... When you work basically next to someone who does essentially what you do and has the same essential life goals as you have and at some point they move on and you don't. That's happened to me before. It's happened before. So, of course, it does give one pause. I think that's perfectly legitimate. It's fine to to pause and consider. Are they doing something that I'm missing out on? Is there something that I should know that they know that I don't know? Uh... And I think this becomes very hard. Uh, the, the people left for a reason. Uh, the reason was that things are getting rough at work. Uh, deadlines are getting shorter. Workloads are getting bigger. Uh, organizing is getting less. We have new management, etc., etc. The structure's changed just enough so that it is no longer comfortable to be there. And I think... When people have a full-time job and they're a creative, it usually has something to do with being comfortable. I'm sure there are people out there who are very fulfilled in their work. Good. Wonderful. Please keep, keep that job and love it and hug it every day. But I don't, I'm not particularly fulfilled at work. I've been less fulfilled, but still. So for them to leave is not a surprise, I understand. What I don't understand is how they're going to pay their bills. That's the one that always gets me, you know. And that is why I stay and they go. Because I worry about paying my bills. I'm still dealing with the, uh, the trash fire that was the, uh, the time that I tried to pursue my dream. I'm still dealing... If you, if you ever go camping in California, it, it's, uh, there's a lot of scorched earth right? You go up in the mountains, it's a lot of scorched earth. Unfortunate. 
But they, you know, after the fire season, which happens every year, we don't really deal with that in the East Coast. But whatever, after the fire season, every year you go up in the in the mountains or what, or you drive up to the to to have a nice look around and and stand under the shade of a noble pine, and it's just scorched earth sometimes, and it takes a long time for that to recover, and that's how I feel about the years that I was pursuing my uh, dream. Uh, with no regard for how I was going to pay my friggin' bills. Oh, I, I, that's not true. I regarded it quite frequently. Uh, I just didn't pay them. Um, I go into wage slavery, I think, because of the, uh, the fear. It's always the fear. And of course, if you follow the narrative of the creative and the, and the hero's journey, the fear is, uh, Oh, God, I used to know somebody who always pulled this crap out of the, uh, Frank Herbert's dude. Uh Fear is the mind killer. As if that was wisdom. I, it actually doesn't mean anything, you know? Okay, it means something for the character, sure. Of course. It means something for him. It means be brave, right? You know, fear is, is your enemy. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. But much like, I believe that was Roosevelt during the Great Depression... There was plenty of pe- for people to be afraid of and, and upset about. Um, but, you know, he had to convince everybody to spend money again and put this stuff in the bank. Uh, and it worked. Great. Sometimes it don't work. What was my point? Uh, I'm a moody guy. You know, I go through ups and downs. Uh, uh, there is a, a fluctuating roller coaster every day. And there is a point every day at work. The mornings are pretty good for me. I can go in in the morning. I've got a certain amount of energy, whatever. I, uh, I sit down, I do my work. It lasts a while. It's not terrible. Uh, and then sometime around lunchtime, which is about, you know, 11.30 noon, I get a little itchy, you know. Uh, and it's hungry. Hungry is part of it, sure. I know. you got to take care of your body or you get off freaked out in the head but there's another thing there's an anxiousness uh, an anxiousness a trapped feeling a trapped feeling Uh, I'm not the only one to experience this this is common I just don't think people talk about it very much I mean the entire movie office space is built around this feeling the uh the feeling, the, the utter hopelessness and pointlessness of it all, of the tasks, the mundane tasks that you're sitting there doing. And that can happen with your art, too. Uh, and sometimes you power through because you got bigger picture goals, and that's fine. But with the company I work for and the, the work that I'm doing, what are my bigger picture goals exactly? To get through the friggin' day? To make it to tomorrow, to make it to Friday so I can get paid, so I can pay my rent. Is that what it is? Those are my big goals. These are the things I get to look forward to. This is what I'm talking about. So when somebody at work gets frustrated and leaves and does the brave thing because fear is not the mind killer. Uh, I wonder, I, I worry for them, first of all, because I would worry for me if I were doing that. But then I'm jealous and envious. Why, why would you, how could you do it? How could you and I can't? 
there are a lot of reasons why I can't. And then they're, they're not necessarily based on fear. They're based on reality that I've experienced. It's not just a, a perceived reality or, uh, or a hypothetical reality. It's a it's, uh, theoretical reality. It's the real thing. I've been through it. It ain't fun to run out of money in your bank account and not be able to withdraw your last $5. It's not fun. That's not fun. It's not fun to watch your credit card bills pay your other bills. That's not fun either. That's a bad feeling. I don't enjoy that. I don't look forward to enjoying it again. Uh, But what are we supposed to do? We're slaves to this wage slavery thing. And I don't even want for things, you know. I don't drive a a friggin' Mercedes or whatever and and, and have brand new furniture and... uh, Whatever else people do, I gotta remodel the bathroom. That's what we gotta. I gotta remodel the bathroom. Well, our goals for the year are the Lexus to remodel the bathroom and maybe to uh, I don't know to put it a, a patio. It's gonna be a very busy year. All the kids have soccer practice. Uh, uh, Cindy's in ballet. I, we just can't afford to, to take a vacation right now. These are the sorts of things. I don't want those things. I just want to... I just don't... I don't want to sit at a desk all day like this. And that's a crime, you know, to say that out loud is a crime. You can't feel that way because that's not the American way. I don't know whose way that is. So I often wonder what happens to somebody who... Now, look, I, okay, I was saying I'm a moody guy. I go through these points in the day where it's dark in my head. And I, you know, I've been doing this for years. I learned how to adjust. If it were worse, I would probably be on some kind of medication because the therapist would insist, listen, you're supposed to be even keel all day. That's the natural state. And I would say, yeah, but I don't think that. No, 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 no. Take your pill and shut up. and Stop coming here. Tired of listening to you whine. And stop making those recordings, you weirdo. Uh, I didn't know therapists would say that, but maybe they should. Uh, who knows? Maybe they should. Anyway, I go through these ups and downs all day. Everybody does whatever. Okay, you don't eat enough food in the in the middle of the, in the midday. You don't have your 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 uh, tiny little Tupperware full of nuts. You'll probably get a little weird like this too, right? Okay. This is this is what sells candy bars. This feeling. Uh, right. This is this is why everybody gains fifty pounds working at a desk because the candy bar is like, oh, well, I can fix my problems by pondering them for the next year, few years, or I could eat this Snickers bar. I'm going with the Snickers. I don't have time for this pondering. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, I wonder about people who go through this feeling day after day after day. And they don't recover from it. And it just worsens or deepens, as it were. Because it's more like a well. A well of darkness opening up underneath you. And you either close it, you know, put some more dirt on it. It'll be fine. Cover that over. Or it just deepens and widens. The, the chasm or whatever widens underneath you. When you're there uh, pondering or staring into the gulf. The empty void of a gulf underneath you with a bottomless pit of endless work and endless mundane uh, pointlessness in front of you for the rest of your days until you're too old to do it anymore and then they put you in a home.
so those are big feelings, is my point, and uh, it's difficult to, to ponder them. So sometimes we put them away in a cabinet, and we just sort of say, well, you're for later. I'm going to deal with you later. And some, but, but I wonder, okay, my whole point, why, why, why are there people who can't put it away, put the feelings away? What happens to them? And I believe the streets of every major urban city are covered with those people who can't put those feelings away. Some of them never started out well. Some of them are drug addicts from the beginning. Some of them are lunatics from the beginning. Sorry, not a kind word. Mental disabilities from the beginning. That's all right. You know, those people, nobody expects much from them. And that is super cold, but that's the truth. It's like, if nobody steps in to intervene in a child's life who has those sort of problems, this is where they end up, and everybody expects that, right? And, of course, we all wash our hands of it like we didn't have anything to do with that. But that's not that's a different topic. Anyway, and then I wonder about the people like me, the people who sit at a desk for day after day after day and watch that chasm widen underneath them. And every little time they try to break free, there's something that keeps them there. That's wage slavery. And I wonder about the people... Most of us get by, and we'll do that for the rest of our lives. Some people don't get by. Some people fall apart with those feelings and that chasm underneath them. Um, and those people also litter the streets of every urban area. And uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know when they got to that point. I would love to hear the story of how they got to that point. Because if I walk away from my job today and I never look for another one, it's not very long. It's not a very uh, uh, winding road between me and living in my car and living in my car and living on the street. And this is what keeps us all in jobs. And this is what keeps us all in this state. This state of having to deal but not knowing how and why. Uh, big thoughts, you know, but... but and, and really, sort of untenable. Like, what are you going to do? What, what are you supposed to do? You know, you've just talked the options out. There's option three, actually. And option three is you move someplace cheap and you don't give a shit. That's option three. And I think about option three more than you could imagine. I moved to Trump's America and I just don't give a shit. Live in a trailer. I worked at a price chopper when I was uh, in my 20s, early 20s. Price chopper in Granville, New York. And uh, there were a bunch of guys. I worked on the loading dock. That was a fun experience. Uh, loading dock with a bunch of rough boys. And these boys, they had dreams. Some of them some of them did not have dreams. Some of their dreams involved doing cocaine over the winter break and skiing up in Killington, Vermont. Some of their dreams were that. Others had other bigger dreams, which were to buy a piece of property and put a trailer on it. Now, look, at the time, I was like, boy, you you gentlemen, you got... I'm not going to end up like you. I want all my teeth, and I want to live in a detached house that, that doesn't have wheels and has a real brick foundation under it or whatever. Slate, as it were, in those parts. But... Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to reconsider working on the loading dock. Because I could do cocaine and kill it in Vermont, sure. But it's not really me. 
I don't like skiing. And I'm not into cocaine. <laughs> not yet. And I would like to keep all my teeth as previously discussed. So, I think option B of, of option three is probably better for me. You know, the trailer on the, on the, uh, the outskirts of, of uh, Washington County, New York. My God, that place is a nightmare. Don't go up there, everybody. Don't go up there. Please. Well, unless it's in autumn and you're driving through. Don't stop. Please don't stop. Just keep, keep on driving until things look nice. Make it all the way up to Vermont, and then, and then you can stop and maybe go to an antique store. And uh, Nobody goes to Washington County except to cash their uh, welfare checks. Okay. Boy, this is a dark one. Wage slavery. My goodness. What am I going to do? Who the frick knows? I just got to get through today. Tuesday. Oh. It's not even my drinking day yet. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. All right. This is Leonard Angelo.